coming to you from the City of Roses. This is the broadcast by Last Professionals and for Last Professionals. Thank you for tuning in today. Today we're going to continue our LashCon preview. So if you came to LashCon last year, you're going to see one of the favorite speakers, and that is Sheila Bella. You get to hear her again. And for those of you who haven't been introduced to Sheila, she is amazing. She is inspirational. She has a great coaching and training program as well as a top-rated podcast called The Pretty Rich Podcast. Really someone you should be following on Instagram. She's a lot of fun, guys. Really enjoying it. And we, we consider her a friend. She's really become quite special to us. And we're just grateful that she said, go ahead, share this uh, topic that, or this talk she did from last con. So we're very grateful that you're going to get to hear it. It's called How to Build a Seven-Figure Beauty Biz. So it's a little bit personal in the beginning. She shares some stuff from the heart. And then she gets into it and just gives you some real practical stuff that's going to help you build your business. But before we get into that, let's just do two, two announcements. As you all know, LashCon's coming up, or the virtual Lash Conference, is, it's now called November 15th and 16th. It is going to be great. Basically, two of the best days you can spend, I think, the rest of this year, what's left of it. And you want to make sure, you guys, you come and that you spend the two days actually at the conference. Don't wait to watch videos later because you're going to miss out on some really cool stuff. We're going to be doing live giveaways. We have a game, too, by the way, where you can win stuff if you do all run around and have some fun meeting with the sponsors and listen to the talks. And then you go and enter your these secret codes we're going to give you. And you enter it, and then you can win. Like, the grand prize, guys, is... Tickets to next year's con, 2021, November 6th and 7th of 2021, and airfare and hotel. So it's like almost a $2,000 prize, guys. So you're going to definitely want to be there for the two days, listen to the speakers, play and meet and interact with people, go to the sponsor booths, all the different stuff, guys. Don't just watch it later because you won't. That's what happens when you save these trainings and you get these videos. I've seen it myself. You know, you get too much stuff and you just never get around to doing it. So just block off the 15th and 16th. Be there for the full two days and the tickets are still up for sale. $209. And by the way, you can right now do this. You can pay 50% down now and in 30 days pay the other half. So you'll pay the second half after the con's over. That's pretty cool. No one does that, but we thought we'd extend it because I know it's a hard time financially for a lot of people, and we want to make this accessible as many people as possible. So go ahead, sign up today. Go to www.thelashconference.com or go to our Instagram page and the link's in the bio. Last announcements. We need guest announcers. We are always looking for the best and the brightest to come on and feature them on our podcast. The script is in our show notes. Just record any way you want video or audio and then send it to paul at lashcastpodcast.com and then you can get featured and hopefully get some followers and just get your name on our podcast that would be awesome all right guys that's all for announcements let's get into this episode where sheila shares how to build a seven-figure beauty biz people told me that permanent makeup was weird and that my plan to tattoo faces for a living sounded like a shallow and vapid career that would never catch on. I did it anyway. Telling everyone I was now a business owner was scary. I was afraid of what they might think. I was afraid that if I failed, people would judge me who watched me fail. And I'd be so embarrassed. But I did it anyway. Spending 16, 18-hour days on my computer, trying to understand coding, learning Photoshop, building my own website, and studying how internet algorithms worked was hard, time-consuming, and overwhelming. I did it anyway. 
Sharing my work and life on the internet seemed pointless, especially when I only had 38 followers. Some friends and even some family members saw me speaking to the camera on my phone, taking videos and posing for photos to post on the internet. And they said to stop because it made me look super egotistical and narcissistic. I did it anyway. In my first year as an artist, I posted mediocre art that I wasn't completely happy with. It was embarrassing, but I didn't have anything else. So I did it anyway. So why me? I'm nothing special. I'm here not because I'm the most qualified. I'm a college dropout, an immigrant. English is my second language. I used to get bullied at school so badly. I didn't come from money. I didn't marry into money. I had major anxiety. And the last job I held before building my empire was waiting tables. But what if I let those setbacks stop me? What would have happened? You see, the genius thing I did was that I didn't give up. A bunch of I did it anyways built Sheila Bella Microblading, which is today a multi-million dollar business. It has serviced over 15,000 people. It's employed over 20 plus people, and some of them have been my best friends. And it's provided for their families. And due to me sharing how much I've learned from the experience of building this thing, it's now helping thousands of beauty entrepreneurs scale higher and build their own dream lives and businesses. So these days, I post captions that have typos, record podcast episodes where you can hear my kids screaming in the back. I go live and sometimes go off on a tangent and stop making sense even to myself. I don't always feel my best, but I keep going because I know that my success has always been built on what I perceive to be B minus work. Because it's not about how good you are. It's about how fast you get it done. Speed wins. And if beauty entrepreneurship terrifies you, you're in good company. I know now that beating fear isn't possible. You gotta learn to do it scared. And remember that the only anecdote to the paralysis of fear is movement. So consider this. Your official invitation to start. Start right now. Start messy. Start not knowing everything. Start with what you know. Start with asking for help. Start with your haters watching. Start with the rehearsal version of the actual product. Start a little confused. Start with your heart beating fast. And even on a day when you don't feel like yourself, harness your bravery and start anyway. Everyone who has ever been successful will tell you that they've never felt perfect. Why? Because perfection doesn't exist. And that's why today I show up consistently the best I can, as imperfect as I am, because I want to keep giving my anyways to that one girl that it might help. My name is Sheila. And I am an imperfect wife, imperfect mother, and messy entrepreneur. And I want to inspire you to get out of your own way. Do it scared. Do it now. And do it anyway.
Thank you very much. Y'all feel better? Congratulations, everyone. Yeah. How many of you guys are like, oh my gosh, when I get home, I have so much shit to do. <laughs> and I'm going to keep it real with you guys right now. Only like 2% of you in this room are probably going to execute 80% of what you learned on this weekend, right? I'm gonna keep it real. That's why there's the 1%. So if you wanna be the 1%, it's all about the execution, you know? Can't just like take notes and yeah, that's not gonna really do, do a whole lot. Thank you so much, you guys. I've just had the best time ever. How have you guys been doing? How have you guys been feeling? Hasn't that been amazing? So I'm going to try to my very best. This message is for one person right now. And it's going to change their lives. So I have that one girl right now in my head. It's one of you guys right here. Might be a couple of you. Okay? So I'm going to share as best I can. This is a tough order. How I built a million dollar beauty brand in three years. Oh, that's better. Sorry. Yeah, it's possible. And it's definitely possible for you. But it's all execute. So I have five tips. Number one, keep singing into your hairbrush. Number two, spy on your client like you would if you suspected your husband was cheating. Number three, give it away like they do at Costco. Number four, everyone is Beyonce. That's just a rule. And number five should be is a lie. All right, here we go. Number one, keep singing into the hairbrush. How many of you here have like dreamed, had like secret dreams of being like Britney Spears? Or Beyonce? Beyonce. Remember that scene in Crossroads where she was like going, saying, open your heart to me, right? She was in her bedroom. Okay. So it's kind of like that in business. You have to keep singing into the hairbrush. Ooh, this is nice. Okay. So this is from my notes. This is true. My first month as a brow artist, I had one client. She complained. She was from church. It was awkward. <laughs> I think I'm at like 16,000 clients now or something like that. And yeah, I mean, not as many complaints. <laughs> My first podcast had 12 downloads. I'm almost at 100,000 downloads this month. Right? Thank you, Pretty Rich Podcast. Go ahead, subscribe, rate, like, review. Thank you. Um, my first long caption post on IG had like eight likes. For some of you, you might be like, oh, I gotta do these like long form posts and stuff like that. And you're like, ah. You know, just keep going. 
My first online course had four customers. <laughs> My first influencer client, I was so happy about this too. She had 3,000 followers and she worked at Dylan's Irish Pub with me and she was like super hot and I was like, I don't care. I need you on camera. Dylan's Irish Pub? Hollywood and Vine? Oh, sorry. <laughs> and when I announced my live event, this is a true story, and it's kind of embarrassing, but I'm going to tell you because that's just how I roll. So my first live event, I announced one a year ago, and it, it was just a graphic. I had two people interested, and I had to refund their money because it never happened. Now I have a live event in March for permanent makeup artists and beauty business professionals called the Pretty Ambitious Summit. I am at 170 tickets sold. And that was like a year ago. So what's the difference? I did all these things, okay. So yeah, guys, keep singing into your hairbrush because we're conditioned to believe that seeing someone try hard isn't cool. That's so weird. It's embarrassing to be a beginner. And the thing is, anytime you attempt something new, anytime you want to grow something, you have to start from scratch. You kind of look awkward. You're kind of like a newborn, like trying to learn how to walk. And that's just kind of how growth is. If you want to launch a product, if you want to have an online course, that's just kind of part of it. You just kind of have to grin and bear it and just keep going, even though you know this feels weird, I look weird, oh my God, nobody's watching, everybody can tell, I have no reviews, no likes. No. You just gotta keep speaking into that phone, into that camera. And one day, they're all gonna care. <laughs> but it's the one that hangs on for one hour longer. That's the one that wins, okay? So for those of you who are like, I'm posting, I'm posting, nothing's happening, nobody cares, keep going. Because I'm not different than you. Can I say this again? I'm not different from you. I'm just willing to look dumber than you. I'm just willing to look stupider than you and more of a loser than you. That's it. We all had to start somewhere, okay? Number two, spy on your client like you would if you suspected your husband was cheating. And this is what I mean. I've seen this. A suspicious woman does better research than the FBI. Can I get an amen? Don't even. You know when your man's in the shower, what are you doing? He can't take his phone in there yet. The technology isn't good enough. Yeah. It's really important for you guys to know your clients intimately. Okay? So I'm going to ask you guys a question. Because as you know, people buy things based on one simple fact alone. Right? Does your business, does your service, does your product solve their problems? Does it solve a problem? Last time you bought something, it was probably because it solved a problem. It's simple and hard. It's both, it's both those things. But I want to ask you guys a better question, a deeper question. This is the question 
that you need to be answering if you want to build that seven-figure business? This is a six-figure question. This is a seven to eight figure question. What fears does your business diminish? Let me say that again. What fears does your business diminish? Everyone here does lash extensions. You guys know it's deeper than that. Maybe you're doing lash extensions on that woman who just wishes her husband would just look at her differently the way he used to. Maybe it's a woman that just had three kids and she wants to feel like herself again. Cater to those things. So I'm going to teach you guys exactly what I mean by spying on your client. When your client has concerns. When you're on sales calls, pay attention to the words that she is complaining about. Is she complaining about, oh, she's saying like, oh, her lashes fall off right away. Or like myself, like I have like Asian eyelashes, so they're super short and super fine, but that's okay, but my legs are like hairless. So pay attention to the way she's describing her problems. Instagram. Survey your clients. Ask them what's bothering them. You're going to use these words in your sale, in your copy, in your captions, in your ads, on your website, etc., etc. Survey. Surveying your clients. Always asking them, how are you feeling? What is it that you want more of? Like these complaints, really? Like, don't avoid that. Who's seen that meme, the can I talk to the manager haircut? <laughs> You know which haircut I'm talking about? I don't have a picture of it here, but I did. Um, yeah, don't avoid that haircut because that haircut is a wealth of knowledge. Facebook, Facebook like beauty um, forums and groups, pay attention to what people are complaining about when it comes to their lashes. I just wish they, and use that, those exact words in your ad copy. YouTube, YouTube videos, oh my gosh. Like there's this YouTube video um, this girl's like, how I grow my lashes naturally. Look at the comments. That shit is valuable. Yelp reviews. And I'm going to show you right now. This is what I mean so you can apply it. All right. This is an actual Yelp review that I found from somebody last night. I don't know whose it is. I'm just like, uh, lashes. Okay. This complaint. Two stars. Blech. Couldn't even just give it one. She gave it two. Guess it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Very friendly staff, okay? But my stylist was new and didn't really seem like she knew what she was doing. A lot of my lashes have fallen out. When I left the salon, my inner lashes by my nose weren't even done. Took over two hours to do a refill and she must have gotten glue in my eyes because they were red for two days. Not happy with the salon. Going to try another one. Guys. This is gold. What do you think you need to do with this complaint? You need to use it in your captions, in your ads. If one person is complaining about this, if several people are complaining about this, actually, from this one salon and it's in your area, you can use this in your ad copy. Here's your opening line on your next caption. Number one. Have you ever experienced a lash artist that doesn't seem like they know she knows what she's doing? She'll be like, oh, that's me. Do a lot of your lashes fall out 
after you leave the salon? Oh, does it feel like it takes forever to get a fill? And does your artist get glue in your eyes due to inexperience? Does These are turn-on words for our clients, right? Think about the last problem you had. If you came across an ad that directly addressed that, you'd probably linger and read more. If somebody can describe the problem better than you, the assumption is they must have the solution, right? So get good at describing your client's problems. In many ways, you don't even need to get as good as describing their, their, the, the solution itself. I think being able to describe their problems back to them is sometimes more valuable, right? I mean, yeah, I'm, sign me up. This, that's what I have trouble with. That's it. She never gave me a solution. She just understood. Next, what I did was I gave it away like they do at Costco. And here's what I mean. The psychology of free samples. This is a real, this is a real article on the internet. It improved Costco sales by 2,000%. It probably, I think my mind might be the same. I gave away, very important, especially for you lash artists out there who are like doing PMU on the side, just like a little bit. It's like, you know, 600 bucks, no big deal. Yeah, for two hours. Um, so it's 2,000%. I gave away a free service, I'd say every week for the first four to five years of my business. And I gave it away to these girls. Hit it, Luis. So, I just want them to see the visuals. I feel like now that I have the I love Sheila Bella because she made me this hot. And look at me. You can look like me if you just go to Sheila Bella. I didn't pay these girls a dime. I just gave them brows. And they all did this photo shoot slash commercial for me that went viral for obvious reasons. <laughs> so I started out with my friend, Marcella, who, shout out, who worked at Dylan's Irish Pub. And she, like I said, she had like 3,000 followers. And she knew pretty girls and more pretty girls knew other pretty girls. And so these girls have like like millions of followers combined like like mil like millions it's it's insane um yeah so give it away for free like they do at Costco and you know some of you may have tried influencer marketing before and you're like that didn't really do a whole lot for me it's all about who you give it to and what you do with that content are you just hiding that content I hired a professional videographer every time one of these girls came into my salon. And I documented it. And then I made them do this. They're like, wow, a high quality video? Okay, like influencers love that. Influencers love content. They do. Because it's hard to make. And especially if you can make it look really good and really professional, they're like, yep, currency. 
Boom. And then what I did for this, you're like, oh, how did you do this? I just literally invited them all to a shoot. I invited them all to a shoot. I was like, hey, Vivian, Abigail Ratchford's going to be at this shoot at Ryan's house on, I said it just, I speak hot girl, right? So if you speak hot girl, you know what I mean? It's either like you speak hot girl or you're creepy. (laughs) So if you speak hot girl, like use it. So I just like, yeah, like if you want to come, you know, just like it'll be here. That's it. No contracts, not scary at all. I was like, yeah, so like we're going to be like just wearing like white sheets and it'll be like super easy and like just come out of here. I'm a makeup artist there, you know, and it's like someone kind of known. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do it? Like these girls are going to be like tagging each other. They did it for that reason. Anyway. And then it was free commercial for me. Number four, everyone is Beyonce. And this is what I mean. You got to treat everyone as if they were Beyonce. So like those two people who are watching your live, one of them's Beyonce. So here's a true story. Shout out to Belle. She works front desk for me. I love her. But this day I did not. What happened was we posted like a live or something like that of like a microblading procedure. And somebody said, those look nice. Just replied on a, you know, one of the little Instagram reply thing. And then I was scrolling through our social media and I saw that Val said, thanks. Thanks. Where's Val? What is this? Thanks. This is Beyonce. You were just saying. No. Okay. The internet is real life. Did you guys hear that? The internet is real life. If Beyonce walked into your studio and was like, oh, those look nice. Would you just say thanks? I hope not. But like, oh, hey, Beyonce, can I get you a cup of water? So what are you looking for? Okay, what kind of a fill? Do you like this style or this style? Can I make out with you later? Because she's my only girl crush. Sorry. Sorry. I said that out loud. Oh, my God. I'm on stage. (laughs) Yes, it's real life. Same thing. Who has heard this before? That you have to treat the internet like a cocktail party. Who's heard that before? Nobody? Okay. So let's say you walk into a cocktail party and you're rude. You're not that talkative. Or let's say you just hold up a sign that says, buy my stuff. Buy it. Buy it here. Give me your money. I have a special. Nobody's going to like you. You have to socialize. You have to first talk about what they're already talking about before you can even begin to talk about what you do. So offer value before you ask for money. Find a way that your Instagram, Facebook, whatever, can offer value solutions before you offer money. You got to educate them. You got to entertain them, right? You got to ask them about their life. You got to inspire them. Share your story. Those are forms of value. That's currency to people. But if your page is just a bunch of like sales, I'm sorry. You're going to come off like, you know, what you don't want to come off as. I'm sure I can see a lot of you like, "Eh, I don't want to be salesy. You're salesy unless you offer value. Next. Number five. Should be. Should be is a lie. It's a lie. Take it out of your vocabulary. Here's the thing. Number one. If this comes out of your mouth, 
these things come out of your mouth, you might be entitled. I shouldn't have to work this many hours. My husband should be taking care of me. I should be more booked. I should have more followers. I should be getting asked to speak at LashCon. More people should have signed up for that special. We should have a bigger house by now. But maybe in the same breath, or just like a couple days later, and you don't even know it, it says, you say the state, these things. I don't want to take that business course. I don't want to attend that marketing event. I'm tired. I don't want to skip out on my daily Starbucks. I don't have time to read that book or listen to podcasts. I don't want to examine my spending. I don't want to take that risk. And honey child, you're entitled. Okay? You can't have both. This is real. I've said this before, but this still comes up for me sometimes, even at this level, this seven figure level. First of all, you don't take home all seven figures. It's not, as an entrepreneur, don't you guys know you're the last to get paid, right? You're the last to get paid. They don't need to know that. But you know, if you're in the business, you should know that. And whenever I'm discouraged, when in doubt, when you're wallowing in doubt, Francis Chan said this, give more. Ask yourself, what haven't I done? What haven't I done yet? And it's all the things that you guys have learned this weekend. Okay? That's my time. Thank you, guys. Listen to Pretty Rich Podcasts. Aw, thank you. Follow me on Instagram. I really, really appreciate you guys. Thank you, Paul and Tessany. Some of the most beautiful, most generous, kind people I've ever met in the industry. Thank you. I love you, truly. Thanks for hanging out with us today. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast Podcast and at the Lash Conference. And remember to subscribe, share, and review. And by the way, guys, if you really appreciate this and you love us for this podcast, please go and do that review. That's really the way you could show that love and appreciation back to us. On behalf of my Lashinista Tusney, as well as our special guest, Sheila Bella, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. And remember, you have a friend in the lash industry. Yeah.